Game begin. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 31, that's right, 31 of Dagum Nerds, your podcast for family first, fanboy fun. Joining me tonight is our resident idea generating machine, Kevin. Hey. And winner of the widest dance move ever, yes. Andrew. You are not <laughs> wrong, good sir, you are not wrong. And I'm your host, Zach. So today we're going to be shifting from a long bout of Marvel movies and talk about more superhero stuff. Yay! (laughs) But switching universes, we're going to be talking about DC movies this time, specifically the DCEU. And speaking of alternate realities, this is weird not sitting in the hosting chair and having Zach This is weird. It's the same chair. So it's not. That's true. This is true. Well, it's... uh, uh, Thanks to a host of things that came up last minute. It, we're just flying three mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, Kevin, I heard you had a dad check-in story. I was worth do. Sharing. This one just happened today. Oh, just okay. a couple hours ago. Fresh off the presses. So I start, I signed up the boys for baseball. So classic. How old six, are they? Six and eight. So Max okay. is six, Theodore's eight, and they have two practices a week and none of them line up. So I'm going to the ball <laughs> field all the time, which is fine. Yep. So we took like in baseball. Maximilian to his first batting practice today. Okay. So we're driving and he's never swung a bat before. He's never played any organized sports. He does okay. Taekwondo, but he's never done anything before. Okay. So he's like, no, hey, no, daddy. this end of the bat, Theodore. <laughs> Max, Maximilian. Max, sorry. Theodore go nuts. Like Theodore's nuts. So we're driving there and Maximilian is, hey, daddy, you know what would be really cool? If I hit a home run in one of my games, do you think I could do that? Like, I don't know, Max. It's going to be really hard. But you know what would be cool, Daddy? What's that, Maximilian? To see a midget hit a home run. <laughs> what? And I'm like, what? you're not wrong. That would be awesome. <laughs> but then I started talking to him. Like, Max, how do you even know this? Yeah, like, that's how do you even know. know what a little person is, right? He's like, huh. oh, mommy told me. Oh. I'm like, okay, okay. great. But from where? So recently they watched The Greatest Showman and there's that little guy ah, okay. in The Greatest ah, Showman. Okay. And so, so Max always such thought it was a, good a kid. Musical. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great film. Um, Max would always like, what's up with that little kid? And so Margaret was ah, explaining to him ah, okay. that he's an adult person, but some mm-hmm. people have this syndrome where and, they don't And he's grow. like, man, if that guy could knock it out of the park... He That's just what I want to see. Yeah, he's like, that, that, would, yep, be, that, would, be, that like, would be that would be hilarious to watch a midget hit a home run, basically. Yeah. That would be short next to amazing. See, I was gonna yeah. say that was no small feat, but yeah. ah! hey. So I was gonna ask if any Yokum has ever hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we have had a midget. Hit a home that's run a little then. below the belt, but yeah. usually for Zach, that's eye level. So so, so I, wow. Mm. Thanks, Andrew. No problem. Man, now that I'm the host, I'm just the the punching bag. So funnily enough, um, I actually have hit two home runs in my life. I've oh. hit a standard home run and then an infield home run, which was a true infield home run because it was without any errors. Okay. So anyway, I have hit a home run and then run a home run. Ran I'm proud of you, Zach. Run. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Despite your, despite your difficulties, <laughs> <laughs> despite my challenges. Yes. Um, so moving on, Andrew, I heard you had a story. I do. Uh, this one's just short and sweet. So again, Theodore's learning, kind of learning how to talk at this point. And um, he's learning sounds from different animals. And so I was, uh, me and uh, Kristen were taking him back from daycare and he started, he made a sound in the back seat that sounded like he went roar. Like mm-hmm. we were teaching him how to do a lion. So we're like, oh, lion, yes. And we, you know, we're <laughs> jumping on this, trying to capitalize on this. Oh, lion, let's do the roar, roar. Say, th- say Theodore, roar. And he goes, in the meekest little lamb voice, roar. <laughs> <laughs> Very cunning. I was like, you got like it. Lambert. Not quite the spirit, but you got it. <laughs> You're like, nailed it. Yes. Lambert, <laughs> the sheepish lion. Well, that's great that you mentioned animal noises because... Today, I was walking in the middle of the the woods with Rowan. We actually back up against 200 acres of untouched woodland. It's mm-hmm. it's a great mm-hmm. place to raise a boy. But we're in the middle of the woods, and then he just stops and goes, oh, Daddy. 
And I, I'm like, what are you here, buddy? And like, I got down real close to him because I'm like, oh, this is kind of a special moment. So I, I get down close to him. And I'm like, what, what, buddy? What did you hear? And I'm expecting like, I heard a, a bird. I heard a deer. I heard a squirrel. And just very seriously, he goes, cow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, bud, I'm pretty confident you did not hear a cow. But I, I like the initiative. This yeah. is really important, just so you know. Well, cause I mean, he stopped me. He was like, Oh dad. And then I'm like, okay, what would you hear? bud? cow. <laughs> um, so anyway, he's a walking billboard for got milk. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, all There's right. Cows that wander the forest. Well, speaking mm-hmm. of noises, it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's a Superman movie. That's kind of okay. Yep. That's right. We're talking about the DCEU. So we'll be right back after this message. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on Dadgum Nerds. We truly appreciate it. And also, in case you didn't know, we are also both on Facebook and Instagram. It's a great way for you to help us grow the show and get it out to other dads and nerds. So we truly do appreciate it and would love to invite you to be part of our Dadgum community. Have a great one. Appreciate you. All right. Welcome back. So if you have listened for any amount of time to our podcast, you'll know that we, uh, we have some opinions on the DCEU and uh, yes. what what better gentleman to join me tonight to talk about <laughs> that than Andrew and Kevin, who I will Word. readily admit are are far above my knowledge of the DCEU. That's right. I, I am the guy who very famously in one of our preview episodes mixed up Spider-Man being in the DC universe. Man, yeah, DC screwing up the Spider-Man yeah. movies. <laughs> But I Man. mean, you know, given given their current state, they might could use a little bit of Spider-Man bleeding <laughs> yeah. over into their universe. <laughs> Unless Sony uh, but, did it. Um, but we want to start off po- positive here. So first off, what are some things that you believe the DCEU has done right so far? So Kevin, we'll start with you. Shazam. 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 Amen. Shazam. Shazam. So, yeah. That is the first you- movie that they just didn't take themselves seriously. And they just had mm-hmm. fun with it. Like, it's not a perfect mm-hmm. film. It's not. No, a, it's not. Um, but that, but that is the first one that you could say, okay, I like this. Dire- like for me, I like this direction. You're finally not doing dark for the sake of dark. <laughs> you're, you're, you're throwing in lots of comedy elements. Yeah. Zachary, it's just Levi, a fun film. Zachary Levi is inspired yeah. for playing Shazam. Yeah. That Shazam. that was a perfect call for it. Cause he's, he's got such this boyish demeanor about him in the first place. I've loved him in Chuck. I loved him playing uh Flynn rider and mm-hmm. tangled. Rider. He's just, yeah. he's a very accomplished actor. Yeah. Um, and is also in the Marvel universe too. Well, and to Kevin's point, I mean, that movie's literally got demons in it. So yeah. it very easily could have gotten really dark. And I mean, yeah. when they show the demons, I mean, they, they scary, but that conference room scene. Yeah, um, but at right. the same time, it was self-aware, and they mm-hmm. kind of realized, all right, so it's a boy who turns into a man fighting demons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, I, I think the soul of that movie, and I, I'm forgetting the name, but it's the the sidekick kid in the orphanage. Oh, oh. I, I forget his name, I but his name, he's, he like, some of the best he's like, I'm an ever. orphan and I'm disabled. Freddy. I'm living the life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Freddie. Like, I, it. it's everything yeah. I ever could have wanted. Like, I, I laughed so hard at that line when I saw it in theater. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it just, it was fun. It didn't take itself seriously. And yet it, it hearkened and gave proper homage to the source material, I felt. The yeah. other thing I, I like about that movie as well is in a lot of films, DCU included, like if you watch the trailer, you've pretty much seen all the best parts of the film. Mm-hmm. And you really, I really felt that way based off of the DCEU's history at the time that, yep, that's what we're going to get. Like the best stuff is going to be in the trailer and they're going to let us down. And then I watched it. I was like, you know what? I take that back. That was actually really good. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, their villain, uh, Mark Strong, as much as I love him, it's a bit generic in that sure. one. He's just kind of mm-hmm. seems like bad guy, you know, Dr. Silvana trying to take over the world. But there's a lot to praise in that movie for as much as we dog mm-hmm. DC, you know, whether it's on here, the podcast or whether we're just talking offside, like there's a lot of good that's in this movie. So can we appreciate the irony that we're agreeing that like one of the first good movies is ironically Captain Marvel? Yep. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. Though, of course, uh, till yeah. Marvel sued the pants off yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> 
until they yeah, see the spandex off of him. The, the, the villain was very flat in that film, but I'm okay with that for an origin story for a character the general population knows nothing about. Yeah. Um, like it's yeah. not about that. You're not trying to build a villain. You're trying to build a hero. Well, did you see though who they set up in the end credit scene in that one? I and, don't recall. So in the end credit scene in that one, they introduce a character from the Shazam comics called Mr. Mind, okay. who is a Mr. Mime, Mr. Mind, not a Mr. Oh, Mime oh, from Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. I was like, man, that's no. a twist. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> he finally snapped. Unspeakable um, evil. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Mr. Mind, kid you not, is a genius level, uh, like basically a big caterpillar from another <laughs> world. He's yeah. basically a super genius bug <laughs> and re- recruits Dr. Silvana at the end of the film. A lot of Shazam stuff's weird like that. It's, what I it's am wacky. super excited about with Shazam, though, is the introduction of Black Adam eventually. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Dwayne. I really hope they, yeah, the, the Rock is playing him. Mm-hmm. But I, what I really hope they do um, in terms of a villain film is really play with his friendship with Sinestro. Ah, okay. Because they're really good buddies, villains. Right. Um, to the point where they actually, they're actually villains that actually help each other as well. So who do you want to see play Sinestro? Oh, I forget who played him in, in Ryan Reynolds version. It was Mike, Mark Strong, funnily enough. Okay. <laughs> Cause he did, he did really good actually. He did, he as, did a great job. He did really, I mean, I don't have a, a who, um, for that role, but someone that has to play well with Dwayne. So not Kevin Hart. <laughs> as Sinestro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But but Be yeah, but, I mean they but they have to have great chemistry because that friendship is actually yeah. really like a buddy cop friend, like like two hero friendships, like a Superman and Batman style friendship. But they just maul people. They let they're like an awesome villain team together. Okay, It'll but we're, but we're not there yeah. yet. We're year, we're years away for, for black for Black Adam still. Yeah, which is surprising how far they've announced that in advance, just so they can say, hey, we got The Rock <laughs> right to play Black Adam. And I heard he's going to um, own it. Well, I heard DC approached him and said, we want you to play somebody. Pick your character. Oh, yeah. He went. And, I, and, I he, want. and he did his research. And he's like, yeah, I'm doing I want Black I want Adam. Black Adam. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, at least from the little I know, he seems to fit the role. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's basically the uh, ruler of a equivalent of Egypt nation. So he's <laughs> a king who protects his nation with everything that he loves, but is also a constant foil for Shazam. Yeah. Huh. So maybe and like one, and at one point he gets, done he right. gets banished. Uh, I forget how far away, but he doesn't he doesn't have to sleep and he had to fly like 10,000 years straight to get back to Earth. Because like he's a you, boss, because I mean, there wasn't a direct flight. I mean, no. you got to Well, he was the direct flight. Got to got to connect to Oa and then I'm sure he had to fly through Atlanta at some point. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of casting, I know Andrew, you you've at least tipped your hat to some of the casting that's happened so far. Yeah, A lot of the casting that they've done in the DCEU really has been good. Um, I'm going to say chief among those being Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah. They're wasting Um, him. They are. Um, I I have loved Henry Cavill since day one, since they've announced him. Funnily enough, one of my family's favorite movies is the early two thousands count of Monte Cristo. And so grew up because watching that one. Because it's such a good story. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great story. Uh, but in yeah, it, it's he, a great um, book, Kevin. Henry hold Cavill. It, hold it, I've read that book. Oh, yeah. What? what? All right. History. Oh, On February On this 17th, day. 2021. I think it was in like eighth grade. <laughs> I read it. But yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> do not belabor. So point. literally, literally like 30 years ago, I read yeah, a book. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For school. But, yeah. um. Henry Cavill plays um, a character in that one. And he's like a teenager. So he's like 15, 16. And I remember at the time when we watched this growing up, I was like, dang, this kid looks like Superman. <laughs> and I, I, sure I, funnily enough, they, they make the announcement, Henry Cavill's playing Superman. And I'm like, who is this guy? <gasps> oh, my gosh. I yeah. called it. <laughs> and it's count. Since, <laughs> since day one, he's done as good a job as, he's can, as he can <laughs> playing Clark Kent playing Superman. He looks the part. He's got great acting chops. I would love to see, love to see more of Henry Cavill play Superman. Um, I Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I was really skeptical 
at first about that casting choice, but she has since proven me wrong. I've not seen Wonder Woman 1984 yet. You don't. Full, no, full spoiler. I mean, like, not spoiler, but, you know, disclosure on that. I didn't um, like the first one. Really? Yeah, he slept through it twice yeah, or whatever. Twice. It was. <laughs> Every time. Twice. But, but, like, but, I mean, even if you slept through it, I mean, what do you think about Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman? That doesn't bother me. I don't really care about the character, though. So for me, it's less about like, oh, I think okay. she's a fine cast. Well, they did. They did a great job of making uh, Wonder Woman, Diana, be not just this B.A., you know, girl power warrior, which she is. Mm. But at the same time, like they made her a, a really compassionate individual. So there's like this a, a warm side to her mixed with. You know, the it's the dichotomy between the two that makes that character so interesting. And she did a good job mixing that. And she's done a great job so far um, from what I've seen. Um, I'll leave it alone that for later. With, with Kevin's apathy. It's true. I'll leave <laughs> it alone really for later. Robbie well, 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 really quick before we leave Gal Gadot, okay. my only experience with her before Wonder Woman is she's the girlfriend of the really hot techie guy in Date Night. <laughs> oh is she it's in date night so she like comes down the stairs and it's obviously she spent the night and um steve carell's line is like looking at your girlfriend is like staring into a shimmering hot jet engine <laughs> <laughs> and like she comes down the stairs and i guess she still had her like israeli accent at okay. the time because hmm. she was like Oh, you have people. I mean, so that that was gotcha. my only sure. experience with Gal Gadot, and then I was like, Wonder Woman, and, and she's playing Wonder Woman. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I will say as a like non DC, I mean, I, I'm fairly neutral on. I mean, I can take or mm-hmm. leave DC, but I I thought she added a a gravity to the character other than just Yay, I'm a woman with powers. Like right. I, I think Andrew, what you were kind of touching on is she does really bring the humanity into all right she has these powers but she also still has that that mm-hmm. care and really wants to make sure the people are mm-hmm. being served so it's not just all right i have these powers i'll use them you can tell that she has a heart for the people yeah. that she's protecting and she's she's done her it's in my opinion i know kevin you're apathetic about this but she has done in my opinion an admirable job in that role balancing well, those I, two. I have a uh, that's one of my we'll talk about this later but one of the things that i think is fundamentally wrong fundamentally wrong with dc okay. but we'll get to that later. i look forward to hearing this um, i'm not going to spend too long on too long on these next two but the other two casting choices that i would have counted inspired for this margot robbie is harley quinn i, I can't think of anyone better um oh yeah she's done when a I first saw the preview job. that um, Fun, i was like do you guys wow, know the origin of harley quinn off. yeah it's batman the animated series yeah so she was going to be a throwaway character in batman the animated series and then so many fans wrote in Mm-hmm. Like she was actually on that series before she even showed up in a comic book. She's got quite the following now. She final does. One, Creepy. The final one. Okay. Aquaman needed a change at some point in time. <laughs> like, like comics Aquaman was <laughs> just say had some issues. Well, some uh, did. Some of them didn't. So like there's this, yes. there's, there's a version of Aquaman where only, only has one arm and he has yes. like a harpoon arm with the hook, with the hook for uh, one of his arms. It's from, amazing. It's from like the, his um, elbow up. Yeah. It's in the justice league series. Why like does he only have to, one arm? In order to save his kid, he cuts off his own arm. Yeah. And from like, from like the elbow up. And then he f- puts like a, like a spear hook on the end of it. It's, later. it's pretty baller. Oh my gosh. It's pretty baller. Man, Aquaman like, getting all BA all of a sudden. Cause see, I grew yeah. up with the justice league cartoon like with the super friends yeah yeah and then and yeah, then of course i watched spongebob as well and they have the parody of aquaman <laughs> no, yeah, mermaid man help. and barnacle mermaid man. <laughs> <laughs> the orb but, of um, confusion yeah, robot chicken yeah. didn't help him either no not at, not at all <laughs> oh so all uh, to say when they made the announcement that jason momoa was playing aquaman he's done a phenomenal job making that just basically playing himself as Aquaman. Um, I'd but, still rather see him as Craven the Hunter, but yes, he does a great yeah, Aquaman. I agree. He's gonna be. He'd be really good at that. Well, I didn't know him other than Cal Drogo. Uh, yeah. From well, I mean, that was Game kind of, of his first thing. So. Oh. That no, was kind of his on, first big thing. He was on Baywatch. Oh, he was. Oh. He he was on Baywatch. He Why'd was you on watch Star- Baywatch. Because I'm a kid of the '80s. Um, <laughs> Stargate Atlantis. He was on Stargate Atlantis. He was on oh, he a whole was. bunch I of that. yeah. Oh gosh. Oh. Well, so there, you two big things before Game of Thrones. So Atlantis twice. Okay, got it. <laughs> yep. 
So anyway, some of the casting that DC has done so far, as much as I kind of disagree with some of the angles that they've taken on some of their characters, they've casted correctly in many situations. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. So those are they've, those are the notable ones, in my opinion, but they've got some other really good ones. as but well. But does that make it all the more tragic then that that? Yes. Dynamite. Shut casting your face. OK, we'll, have, we'll get words. there. We'll, we'll I have there. words. We'll get there. Many um, words. So one thing that I, I also I'm, I'm glad you brought up Jason Momoa, because I also thought Aquaman was a decent addition because it, they I'd just agree. embraced how zany the lore was. <laughs> Like what was yep. it? What is it? Captain of the Sea or what's his actual title? Um, oh, uh, ruler of the Seven Seas. Ruler, um, of the, like, and I just loved it. They're like, you know what? We know this is corny. We're just gonna embrace it whole <laughs> yeah. hog. They they saw all the weird in it. And were like, come in, come on, guys, we'll give you a hug. But but come they on. also well, he knew. was he was battling. So when they when he originally came out in the comic books, DC had Aquaman and then Marvel had Namor. Mm-hmm. Very similar wow. characters. They're both like yep. kings of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Kings of Atlantis. Very different approaches to that same character, though. Yes. Well, and, Na- and Namor is arguably uh, like, like hands down, a more compelling character. They just I agree. Didn't put pants on him. I agree. The other great, <laughs> the other great thing I do like about Aquaman is he has one of the most cruel and violent villains in all of the DC. Mm-hmm in black manta like even more over than joker oh. <laughs> so funny yeah. funny story on that one my wife we went to see um uh both me and chris went to see aquaman in theaters when you could still go to that um and she enjoyed the movie but she had no concept of black manta hmm. and so when he sticks that bug-eyed fishbowl thing on his head <laughs> she was like what the crap is that? <laughs> and to this day, she won't watch Aquaman again because she's like, I can't get past, I can't get past Bug-Eyed Guy. Yeah. Can't yeah, do well, it. You, you have to know fun. it's inspired by the comic oh, design, 100%. Right? Believe me, I was, yeah. I was sitting there with the opposite reaction. Like, they actually did comic accurate black manta oh Mm. my gosh and she's like oh my gosh what the crap is this yeah the football with the lasers coming out of his face right it's i mean objectively that's a stupid helmet y'all yeah i get it that's a stupid helmet i mean he's fighting a guy named aquaman so it's still dumb well (laughs) i i also found it hilarious that i've I felt Aquaman was also very self-aware because the mm. opening action sequence when he's battling his way into that sub and it's like every shot you see of him, like the first five shots, it's like slow-mo pecks out. <gasps> see, <laughs> they went full on Baywatch. They went full on Baywatch. I know, <laughs> and I, and which is why I think both Shazam and Aquaman work is they're self-aware that like, you know what? We're telling a superhero movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that that approach, though, does not work with several of DC's properties, which we'll talk about probably in a little bit. Yeah. Well, I I also I know it doesn't fall under the DCEU in the same sense, but I also think some of the TV shows have been I'd agree pretty that. good. Yeah, I'd agree um, with that. I mean, we. Andrew and I were actually roommates together when we watched the first two seasons of Arrow. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought they were really well done, especially for a TV level budget and yeah. what they had and to work with. And then after season two, just stop watching. <laughs> just stop. Just he saves the day, saves the world. No other problems ever happen ever again. Well, the same thing can be shows. said for almost every single I guess that's yeah, CWDC universe. Mm, yeah. You know, I'd agree with that because Arrow, the Flash definitely starts getting a little bit lost. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends yeah. Of tomorrow. Season two. Yeah. Yeah. About season two, they just, the, the wheels start coming off. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, we, we didn't know what to do. We didn't think we'd we get this here, far. <laughs> but we are here to talk about what is right, though, about it. So well, what, and I'm saying seasons one and two are, they're really good. Great. So before we unleash the DCEU angst, Kevin, okay. is there anything else? about the dceu that you would say they've done right the eu yeah the dceu no we're good <laughs> cricket. <I> mean, <laughs> cricket 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 i, 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 I have to I, think that long and hard about so, it something's so, wrong so i will say they've only like if you just look at the films they've released nine total right 
they're still only one good movie away from turning the whole ship around, right? So they do have ones that are kind of giving you. Yeah, I, I well, would agree, well, like two, because, all right, one, you got my attention, two, all right, my trust is now being rebuilt. <laughs> right, well, I, and I think the problem with that is that they released Shazam, and then they followed that up with WW84, right? Mm. Um, right, which, which is why I'm like, I need, I need two films to show, all right, you figured this out. That, that are within the DC, and I'm excited about, I'm actually really excited about the Suicide Squad sequel um, with which, James Gunn. It's weird to say that you're more excited, that... Uh, any of us are more excited about Suicide Squad than we are a redo on Justice League. Although I find that that you that's weird. Well, to me. Yeah. yes and no. That we're so, in that situation. So we're in that situation because a James Gunn killed it with his properties in oh the MCU. Gosh, yes, absolutely. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. And then also, if you if refresher. you follow any of the the backstory of the production for Suicide Squad two, Warner Brothers didn't involved themselves at all they gave him full creative control they gave him some production notes and he took some and left some and then at the same time dc and wb was like i don't care who you kill yeah i don't care what you do gave him just full, full do control. whatever you want to do just do whatever you want to do it's because yeah. their leadership is not strong enough to say where exactly we're going so they're like james gunn who has a reputation for success yeah do whatever you want to right and then we'll pick up the pieces afterwards that concerns me but we're not here to talk about that are we but, but yeah i'm ex- well i'm excited about it because i don't because where they are and the, like they're, they're unless they do a hard reset they're not going to be able to have that joined story like we have in the mcu yeah so so i've mm-hmm resign myself to wanting that okay i just want another good i just want a more good dc content okay well i'll take that we've been bursting at the seams on this so i i think we can hold the dogs back no longer (laughs) no well so actually i actually have a couple a couple more good things to say about dc and again i know i'm not going to go too terribly long but the EU My, or DC? Because I can uh, talk, I can say a lot of good things about DC. I can DC. say a lot of good things about DC, but uh, the DCEU, I'm actually going to add one thing to, and it's kind of okay. my hot take. I think Man of Steel, though imperfect, is the best DCEU film that they have created to date. I haven't watched that in a long time. That's the first Superman, right? Like the, yes. the yeah. origin? Yeah. I do okay. think they should have started with Superman. I do think that's the right start. I agree. Well, that's how DC. the comics began, right? I mean, he was the first DC superhero. I don't know that I'm not sure. he was first. Okay, well, anyway, he's a good, solid pick. Like, yeah, I, th- I just knows think he's him. a solid choice because everybody knows him, and that's a different... And just by doing that, it's a different approach than what Marvel did because no one knew who Iron Man was, general right. population. Yeah. I, Everybody I mean, under the sun has a Superman tattoo. Like, they at least know who <laughs> Superman is. I right? mean, according right. to our social media poll, he is the most iconic superhero of Which all is 100% time. incorrect if you actually search <laughs> the entire internet. <laughs> oh, he's way more iconic than Spider-Man, in my opinion. Nah, the Spider-Man is worldwide. So anyway... Um, Again, Henry Cavill does carry a lot of it, and it does a great mm-hmm. job setting it up. Um, I the music that's in it I, I, is one of my favorite soundtracks that Hans Zimmer has created. I really enjoy mm-hmm. that particular soundtrack. There's again, there's some di- different directions that I would uh, take with it. Um, but I like even the ending where spoiler alert: if you've not seen Man of Steel, cover your ears. At the very end, when he um, kills Zod. I thought it was the perfect nod to that character where he's like, I feeling the anguish off of that. And like, I'm never going to do that again, mm-hmm. which is such mm-hmm. a staple of Superman's character. And which yeah. he should have kill. set up Superman versus Batman all the better. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I have words. That's another episode. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> episode 76, the travesty of Batman versus Superman. It's sad. that Which the, is ironically the highest grossing DCU film. Sadly, like 20 of my dollars are attached to that film. Yeah, wow. that movie made almost $900 million. Yeah, well, it's, it's also directly responsible for why the Justice League didn't do all that great in the box office. Oh, right. Hmm. Being real. It's ironic that the DCEU is its own kryptonite. Okay. So, <laughs> man, but I would say Man of Steel, though, uh, there's a lot they got correct in it, but I, I'm going to touch later on why I think it's an imperfect film. Okay. So, yeah. so Steel Good. 
Eh? Solid eh? pun. Hey, there we go. <laughs> this is what happens um, when I'm not hosting. Yep, this is what happens when you don't meddle in things. <laughs> All right, so okay, moving on. Now it is time to allow it to rise to the surface. What is one thing? So we are going to make sure this isn't a three-hour marathon. What is one thing? What is your one priority thing you would change about the DCEU? Gosh. So, you or me, Andrew. You or me, uh, Andrew. Which who's uh, first? I, I talked for a while. Kevin, you do it. All right, okay. Kevin. What is one thing you would one change thing. about the DCEU? So this is more about DC as a whole. Okay. Um, so if you look at the DC, DC in their creation of comic books versus Marvel, mm-hmm. they each made a very fundamental decision that was very different. Mm-hmm. Marvel takes place in real world, in mm-hmm. New York, and... Like right. here in this world. Right. DC doesn't. It's Star City and it's Metropolis and Central it's Gotham. City. Yeah. Central City. So that's, but that's not what I would specifically change. If you look, so can we agree for the basis of this conversation, maybe the two most popular Marvel characters are Captain America and Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. And then also for this conversation, can we also then say that Superman and Batman are the two most popular DC characters? 100%. Hands uh, down. Heroes. Heroes. 100%. Heroes. Heroes. Yeah, heroes. That's, and the problem is that their alter egos in DC are normal people. Like Batman is, Batman is really Batman. His alter ego is really Bruce Wayne. Right. Superman, he's an alien. He really is Superman. And his alter ego is some like random human person. Right. Clark Kent. Both of which no one in the world can relate to. So what Marvel does better than DC, which I wish DC would do, was lead with the person first and Hmm. they just happen to be a hero. Okay. I think that's one thing that DC is having a hard time with is because you put all these heroes on screen and you really can't relate to them. Like just think like even wonder woman, she's this Amazon princess. Um, yeah. Shazam, Aquaman, like all these people, they they are these comic book gods, Olympian gods, or a billionaire millionaire. Cause I was like, even, even green arrow. I mean, he, all those people, which they don't get right. But I mean, Tony Stark's a billionaire and people can relate to him. Yeah. So I think that's the thing that DC really has to figure out is how do you make your heroes relatable? How do you make them be a person first and then a hero and not a hero who doesn't really ha- have to deal with worldly problems? I, I remember when I went to school. Um, Good for I, you. I, had, I know. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so proud of remembering school. No, but I remember that um, I did, I'm an animation major and I had a, uh, a class for script and screenwriting, uh, which was a blast. One mm-hmm. of my favorites. But I remember one of the things that they taught us in that class was and something that I've remembered vividly to this day is that your film is only as relatable as your protagonist is Hmm. and your film is only as strong as your antagonist. So basically it's only as relatable as your hero is and it's only as strong as your bad guy is. And Hmm. to your point, Kevin, I now that you said that looking back on it, yeah, a lot of these guys aren't in a relatable they're position. not in a relatable position at, at all. Mm. Like even yeah, DC like he has said, done this well in the past. Mm-hmm. Like Tim Burton's Batman did a really good job of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher Reeve's Superman did a really good job of this. Oh, but now yes. they're all super effects up, special effects up, and there's less story and more of like catch Larger up. Larger like, than life. Yeah. There's too mm-hmm. much like. I've, they're titans. They're yeah, absolute right. Titans, which I've heard right. the TV. I've heard the Titans TV show is pretty good. I've not seen it yet. But. Teen Titans is an interesting show. Yeah. Teen Titans is an interesting show. Teen Titans go. We shall not speak of but, <laughs> Different um, matter altogether. No, but like Titans, which is the one that they made for DC online or DC. Oh, the one on HBO. Yeah. And then now it's on HBO. Oh, yeah. I've heard good things about it. I've not actually seen it yet. Though. I've heard it's pretty violent. Yeah. I've heard that. That's not a family recommendation. Heads up. Okay. But I've also heard that about most. Original DC content on HBO. Mm-hmm. That don't I, I, watch it with your kids it's and i know all, if if trip was here tonight he'd be he's foaming at the mouth wanting to talk about the dc animated content mm-hmm. that they've released straight to dvd mm-hmm. a lot of it's hit and miss but they've overall done a really good job on it True, some of I which agree. just heads up ain't family friendly no a lot of it's not a lot of it's r-rated well um, i don't know why we're making it a surprise like hey it's on hbo maybe not be family friendly well, like isn't that yeah. synonymous <laughs> like that's why it's hbo 
Well, I, I think I, I think you bring up again. This is why you're the idea generating machine. Is that <laughs> you know it, I've never thought about how it's such a different approach. Of all right, most of Marvel is there. They start at the bottom and then work their way to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas DC, it's more like they're already at the top and then they just have to learn how do I be a better version of at the top, or, <laughs> or, or how do I fit into this world rather than. Ha- like I'm this hero. How do I how do I fit in with these mere mortals? Rather than well, I'm this random mortal dude. I'm just figuring this this thing. Well, out. and it's and, funny. And Shazam is the closest to that, which is mm-hmm. why I think it's the best film. Yeah, because you you fall in love with Billy Batson right. first and foremost before you fall in love. And he's with like this the kid. Superhero. Like like what would I do if I randomly got a right. bunch of infinite superpowers? Well, and, Probably a bunch of the same stuff. Film my stuff on point, for YouTube. Like, to your point, the name Steve Rogers is now in public eye. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Granted, you've got Clark Kent and, you know, a Bruce Wayne who are, you know, public level, mm-hmm. you know, generally, even if somebody's not a comic book person, they can tell you who those people are. But um, they've done a really good job recently. But like if you try to get the name of uh, Wonder Woman, who's Diana Prince, if you try Martian Manhunter, who's John Jones, um, you know, even to some degree, uh, Flash, which Barry Allen, Wally, those no. names aren't quite there. But if you talk about Tony Stark. You talk about Steve Rogers. You talk about Peter Parker. You talk about the child. Mm. You know Bruce who Banner. Those, you like know you know those who, people you know who are. are right. You know who those people are, and mm. I think you hit a big nail on the head there, Kevin. Yeah, and I yeah, and I love and I love DC. I love DC, mm-hmm. but but for the general population, especially in the wake of what Marvel did, in that all their characters are relatable. Like if you really think about the core Avengers, there's only one that's sort of that DC model, and that's Thor. Everybody mm-hmm. else is a person first and yeah. then a hero where, but if you had a cast full of Thors, it's, it's just not as fun. That's true. So it's not about the power. It's about the people. <laughs> but why do I care you as a person? Like, if, <laughs> like if you had a bunch of super, like, why do I care? Like you can crush anybody. Like, why do you like, mm-hmm. what are you really struggling with? <laughs> How do you actually have a problem? <laughs> right. Like Which, you don't have to sleep. You don't have to eat. Like you really don't have any need for money for Superman. Like what uh, problems do you actually have? I'm actually going to piggyback off of this topic to go into mine. If you don't mind, Zach. No, yeah, knock it out. Go um, for it. Which my big soapbox on the DCEU, really, if you're going to do the justice league or DC to any level is that you have to get Superman correct. Mm -hmm. And that starts with Clark Kent. (laughs) I mean, that's exactly what Kevin is saying. It is exactly what Kevin said. But I think the reason that that's the case is what I have loved about Superman and be quite honest. Like I love lots of superheroes from DC. Batman Mm -hmm. is one of my favorites, really most of the justice league. Um, but there's something about Superman specifically that I've loved, which is that he is this Titan. He is this God. He has everything, all the power can take on just about anybody and win. But at the same time, he is gentle. He is humble mm-hmm. and he will stand for what's good, even when it's an unpopular opinion. But he it, there's like this gentleness to the character that I don't think they've captured really well since the Christopher Reeve, since the Christopher Chris, Reeve movies. Christopher was great because he was also like super socially awkward when mm-hmm. he was, um, and he <laughs> they, also was like super clumsy. Like I'm he never really got anything right. I am going to give Brandon Routh or Brandon Ruth, um, from Superman returns a nod because I thought there was a lot about that movie again, while very imperfect film, mm. I thought he did a great job with it and how they handled him. There's this gentleness that a lot of times, like with the, the man of steel, uh, and, uh, justice league, mm. whenever Superman flies somewhere, it's like big, powerful concrete's breaking right. and they've lost it where Superman just gently hovers glides and glides into a scene and just like, it's not about that. He's powerful. It's that he is trying to do the right thing and be with great power comes great responsibility in this, Hmm. in this thing, because he is Clark Kent, because that is what's driving him. And the the values that were instilled by the Kents. They're they're missing the, yes, I know whatever room I walk into, I'm the strongest, mm-hmm. but I'm also probably the gentlest person in any yes. room as well. A hundred percent, which makes the Batman foil to him where like Superman deals with black and white. 
Like mm-hmm. it is good. It is not good. And we make decisions according to that. Mm-hmm. Batman operates in the gray, which mm-hmm. is a perfect contrast to those two characters and their leadership of the justice league. But you saw BA Superman and justice league. Well, granted, we haven't seen the Snyder cut, but I'm not hopeful that that's going to change. And you got comic relief, Batman with Ben <laughs> Affleck. Right. Yeah. And it, it just doesn't work. But, but he does have Batman does have a great fight scene in that. He does, that that film, fight scene that is fight fantastic. Scene is, is pretty okay, awesome. I'll add that to my list on things that the DCEU has done well, with the exception of when he kills the guy with the grenade. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, but I I think the the one of the things that they missed out on is why Lex Luthor is the perfect villain for Superman. Mm-hmm. Because Superman is that villain uh, in the villain. Superman is that hero where he like I said, he can go toe to toe with anybody. He's got this massive amount of powers, but what makes Lex Luthor such a good villain is that he outthinks him and puts Superman in positions to where mm. the answer's not punching. The answer is where you have to walk that line or choose your side, even if it's mm-hmm. the unpopular opinion. Hmm. And they didn't show that well with Jesse Eisenberg's wacky take on Lex Luthor. Which, and I think they could have done, I think they could have done a better version with him for sure. But I agree. They've sort of wasted Lex in the beginning. Like, like he didn't even really need to be in there yet. Yeah. Well, and to your point, Andrew, abomination wasn't really, or wait, is abomination. No, Doomsday. Abomination is Hulk. Yeah, I was going to say that's Hulk. Hulk. This is why Zach's hosting tonight. Yeah, this is why I'm hosting. (laughs) I'm like... (laughs) Yeah, so when Doctor Doom shows up, it really was a problem for Superman. Um, <laughs> but not until Ash Ketchum came on the scene. No, oh dear. <laughs> but I, Doomsday, the answer is just punching, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, instead mm-hmm. of having to outthink or, all right, you're going to have to make the right decision, but it's going to cost you socially, maybe even politically. It's just, No, it's Doomsday. We need yeah. to destroy him. Which, I mean, but granted, that's like one of the most famous famous comics of all time, because at that point, that's the only being who could go with toe to toe with Superman. Death of okay. Superman. I owned that book at one point. I don't oh, know really? what happened to it. Yeah. I'm going to put my two cents in. Okay. And so I, I know, I know I don't have uh, all of the same clout and uh, mastery of DC as y'all do as evidenced by the fact that I just confused doomsday with abomination, but <laughs> spider as a viewer, Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Is he DC or Dan? No, no. All right, so <laughs> that fizzled bad. <laughs> that was awful. Uh, Homer Simpson had a better song than I did. <laughs> spider Pig, Spider Pig, Spider Pig does whatever a Spider Pig does. does. <laughs> so, as a more casual DC viewer, I saw this watershed moment, and that was the Nolan Batman films. Oh, those are so good. They're great. And they were. But then I felt DC was like, oh, we have <laughs> to make dramas. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at the end of the day, a superhero film needs to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree. And I'm agree. okay if in that fun, it gets a bit dark. So I'm, mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, it's Batman for crying out loud. It's a man who dresses up as a bat. Like I'm okay if it's a bit dark, mm-hmm. but it should be fun. Like it came from a comic. So Christopher Nolan is one of the few film auteurs who is going to be able to make an effective drama out of a comic book series. Joker. But uh, I'll get to Joker. <laughs> I don't think you make a cinematic universe out of dramas. I think they Mm -hmm. make great flash in the pans, but I don't Mm -hmm. think when you're stringing a story over a continuum of films, Mm -hmm. it should be Mm -hmm. about drama. It needs to be fun. And to Kevin's point, the reason we care about Endgame, just in contrast is because we are so personally invested in each of those characters, not even necessarily their powers or their station, but like we care about the characters, the person mm-hmm. so far in the DCEU, it, it's all about the angst and it's dark and like, it, it's not fun. Like I don't, to Kevin's point, I don't Snyder. relate to you. <laughs> um, so I, I just think 
they need to make the shift from making it a drama, make it fun. Like, I'm not saying you go full Marvel, like, woohoo, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's a raccoon right. with a giant gun. Like, but. There's plenty of those in the DC, though. You should you, have fun. I mean, like you, Shazam. You know what I felt has actually nailed the tone of what I think Batman should do? Is if you have played the Arkham games. Uh, ah, if you have played yeah. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight to a degree, that one's that one's okay. It's kind of like the well Nolan done. trilogy. The third one that didn't quite stick the landing, <laughs> but the second one, holy crap! But the second one, well, is the third a great, one was supposed to be completely different. That's but we true. Can, that's the, another that's another sad that, conversation, but, right? But I love like Arkham City, for example. They do a great job of marrying that Batman's this dark character, that like troubled and there's this darkness that's to it but at the same time embracing a lot of the color and wackiness and campiness that dc has done and i think that that struck the best tone so far and i wish dc would look at that and, it, and people who've played arkham city will argue that it's one of the greatest games of that decade and i wish they would look at that film and get some uh, the, that video game and get some ideas on hey this is a good direction to take live action it's well, something that that straddles the line between Nolan's Batman and the campiness of the um, well, uh, Michael Keaton. Well, and, yeah, and I'm Batman's. glad you brought up the campy because like it's like, look at your source material. Mm. It's a man who dresses as a bat and fights a clown like, you know, you, <laughs> like he was you, supposed you, to die in his first comic. As right, well. He right. was not supposed to be a long term character. And, and I didn't so, know that. I look at look at Aquaman. Like the reason I was so endeared to that movie, which I, I'm not saying it's the greatest movie ever. But it's like, hey, they owned their source material. I mean, I, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but one of my favorite, I know it's not DCEU, but just DC movies is Lego Batman. Just because <laughs> yes. they own the campy. Man, yes. when those villains are coming out of the woodwork, it's like, Captain Condiment. No, seriously, look me up. I'm no, in the comments. Look up. <laughs> and then like, I'm a whale. <laughs> Orca I man. did something. <laughs> I mean, like, you have to own the fact that you came from a comic book, and that's mm -hmm. okay. Like, be self-aware. Um, so anyway, that that's what I would change about the DCU. Have fun. To, yeah. Be more self-aware. And I think to add on that a little bit, like, what Marvel does a really good job is the films generally have the same feel. Like, you know it's a Marvel film. Right. But the tone of the film is dictated by the character, mm -hmm. whereas DCs are just like, well... Let's just throw a bunch of throw a bunch of stuff in this hat and then see what sticks. Yeah, they they don't have like, but the problem really with DC is leadership direction. Like they don't have that yeah, one they don't voice. Have, they they don't, don't have someone at the helm. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was going to be Zack Snyder for a little bit, and that's not panned out. Nope. I mean, Zack Snyder has been very clear. This is the his cut that he's releasing for the Justice League is like the last DC thing that he's being so, asked to do. So, so here's a question for you. So let's just say Suicide Squad 2 is an amazing success, right? Okay. And DC asked James Gunn to helm the next 10 movies. Of Where do I <laughs> sign? That's what I would, yeah. Yep. Not, like, no question. I think James Gunn mm -hmm. is a, a valid option mm -hmm. for the godfather of the DC universe. Sure. Yeah, because, I mean, I think he embraces the campy of all the different IPs well, that he's touched. Right. Guardians of the Galaxy, that had no right to be a good film. That had no <laughs> right to do as well as it did. No <laughs> right to embrace, the, catch the audience that it did. Right. But somehow, that man pulled it off. Because yeah. he had fun. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. they played 80s music. They're like, hey, it's a raccoon with a giant gun and a giant wrestler with the... Uh, Deal like, with it. And yeah, with the emotional intelligence of a fifth grader. Like, and a perfect. Tree. Yeah, and a tree that who's only like, you cast Vin Diesel <laughs> to only say, I am Groot. Did you, did you so, know that he actually voices for all of the alternate language dubs? As well. He is also like Spanish Groot. <laughs> but did you, did you <laughs> also go <laughs> soy Groot? <laughs> that he's Portuguese yeah. Groot, that he is, you know, a German Russian Groot. Groot. Ikbend Groot. <laughs> he, did you also know that they actually have his actual lines in the script? And so when yes. he records his voiceover, huh. they say, you have to convey this, convey this sentence by With only saying, I am Groot. Groot. Interesting. So, so they actually have script for Groot. They know what he actually and says. He's, he's the only one who knows. And the, oh yeah, the only person that knows is the writer <laughs> and um, Vin Diesel. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Way so. to return to the roots.
But um, on that note, <laughs> that face is amazing. I think it's time to leave this conversation oh. and oh. move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, sorry, Andrew, for the Groot awakening. But all right, next up, we have our game and we're going to mix it up and bring back an oldie but a classic. All right, right after this. This next segment is brought to you by Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can go to dadgumnerds.com, click our sponsors tab, and it'll take you straight there. These guys supported us in the beginning, and we'd love for you to support them back. Thanks, guys. All right, welcome back. So we are bringing back Dad Gum Feud. I don't think I've ever played this yet. Oh, you oh, haven't played right. Dagon Feud? Oh, you've never been I don't a think recipient. I've ever played it. It's Yay. taken 31 episodes for I you always to play Dagon Feud. Hey. I've only played one game. It was a trivia oh. game. Well, finally, I get to use the Google. The Google. <laughs> I open up an incognito browser and do a search, and Andrew and Kevin will be vying to pick the number one result of those searches. Now, normally, with three, we all have a buzzer, but to keep it simple tonight, we're just going to alternate. So with search number one, Andrew gets first rights to give right. an answer and then it'll go to Kevin and then we'll just A, B, alternate. C, alphabetically, just to, I'll go first. Just to keep things going. Uh, if you can't think of something quickly, just say pass and we'll move on. Okay. So well, let's just keep this fun. We're going to be unlike DC and just keep it fun and be self-aware. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so no, to the death. And if there is a tiebreaker, <laughs> I do have a pretty baller trivia question that I'll probably just ask anyway, because it's sweet. Fun. All right, so or or we'll save for the after show. One of the yeah, two. or we'll save one for of, all the the patrons, pa- patrons, patrons. Yeah, patrons. Did I get it right? Patrons. patrons. Cool. People. Yeah. All right, so first one, Andrew, you get first rights. Can the DCEU mine? All right, <laughs> so used to saying that. <laughs> well, you can buzz in, uh, Andrew. Can the DCEU be saved? Wow. That's yeah. the correct answer. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Right off the top. Man, one point to Andrew right, right out of the Right off the top. So That's, that was, yes, that was the number one. Uh, I, I think they can. We're one, I, I think I agree. I'm one or two films away from, from I agree turning with it around. That. They either have to like nail it with one film and stick with that director or writer or you know, that combo or whatever, or they've got to do it with a couple consecutive ones. Yeah. Well, man, you got that verbatim. So the number one was Be Safe. Boom. The second nice. one was Wonder Woman Fly. Can and then the third, well, I mean, can the uh, DCEU that, Wonder that Woman is, Fly? That's actually not bad. Yeah. I mean, I've not seen 1984, but I mean, at least she has an invisible jet and a lasso that can ride lightning, apparently. Okay. <laughs> Um, and the third, and then all of them are other just different words for saved. So be fixed. <laughs> be salvaged. <laughs> so, oh, wow. So I could have said be fixed and been like, nope, that's not it. Yeah. So you got, yeah. it, oh, you got it verbatim. Ooh, All right. So moving on. So Kevin, you now have first rights to this one. Okay. Shazam is. Shazam is. Shazam is fill in the blank. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, so that's similar to number eight, which is, is an okay movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, but that was number eight. So, Andrew. Let's just go uh, other end of the spectrum. Suzanne's awesome. Nope. Not even oh. on there. Kevin. Shazam oh. is. And you can pass Kevin anytime that you want to. <laughs> well, uh, not on there, but yes. Shazam yeah. is a boy. A boy right, Andrew. Shazam is uh, Billy Batson. I don't know. Nope. No alter ego on there. So, oh. I will say a majority of these answers do relate to the movie. Okay. All right. So, Kevin, Shazam is an orphan. No, not on there. All right, Andrew, Shazam is Zachary Levi. <laughs> no, man, we're wow. We're so after getting the first one verbatim, right out of the oh, gate, man. this one's a little bit more of a challenge. All right. So I'll give a hint, um, and then one more, one more guess for each of us. Well, we'll, we'll get, we'll give two more because we're going okay. kind of quick. So uh, the the top three answers are either about the movie or about some deep cut origins of the character oh okay so shazam is a bad dancer (laughs) no (laughs) you're not not on there there. not on there all right andrew shazam is captain marvel number one answer boom 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 so number one zero shazam is captain marvel 
The number two is Shazam is DC or Marvel. So oh, a lot of people are confused. Mark? Number question three, mark? Yeah. Shazam is a Christmas movie. Zach, how many times did you have to enter in is Shazam DC or Marvel? Uh, so to make number two <laughs> the, on the search list. That came up. This yeah. is incognito, so it's inconsequential to my search history. No, that just tells me how many times you searched it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it wasn't me who padded okay. those numbers. Wasn't me. Hopefully. All right. So third one, Andrew, you have first rights on this. Zach Schneider should leave the DCEU. No, not even Mm. on there. I I will be shocked if you get number one. I'm pretty sure someone will get number two or number three. All right, Kevin, Zach Schneider should. It's Schneider. (laughs) Oh, no, no. It's Google searches. It's the Internet, so it's not it's not off the table. But no, the the Internet was strangely kind. For the record, Zach Schneider. Sure. So, okay. <laughs> uh, Andrew Zach Snyder should resign. Nope. Kevin Zach Snyder should make more DC movies. Close. Oh, really close. In, in that vein. All right, Andrew Zach Snyder should lead the DCEU. No, no. <sighs> All right. So. Think about think about some movies out there that are oh. in the DCEU. All right, oh. Kevin, oh, Zack oh, oh. Snyder should make a Superman movie. I'll give it close to you. Should remake the Superman movies. <laughs> remake? That was number three. That was, that number, was number three. three. Number three. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll give you. I. I you will I, I not think, get I the first I, one. You I, will okay. not get the first one. Okay. So I, I'll just give you one more guess. Um. But I. I will give Kevin half a point since he at least he's the highest on the board. Okay. He's on All right, the board. Andrew. Zack Snyder should make a man of steel too. Nah, I mean, Kevin basically already got that. Yeah, one. I did. All right, Kevin. What? Well, the last one. All right. Zack Snyder should go away. <laughs> no, I so, agree with that. The number one to which I have no idea why Zack Snyder should call a woman. Call a woman. Number one. Zack Snyder should call a woman was okay. the number one. No idea why that was. That was the number one. Zack Snyder should call a woman incognito Google search. Next question. So Kevin, you have first rights on this yes. one. The best superhero movie is, and oh. it actually gave titles. Oh, okay. So the best superhero movie is the dark Knight. No, Ah, no, okay. not oh, even in was... the top five. Wow. Okay. So um, Andrew, best superhero okay. movie is this is DC. The, okay. Some of them are, some of them are. Okay. So Avengers Endgame. That is the number four. Okay. All right. Just get that off the table. Okay. Yeah. That was, that's number four. All right. So you've drawn some blood. All right, Kevin, okay. the best super move superhero movie is. I'll just go with my favorite Thor Ragnarok. Ah, no, that, that didn't make top five, unfortunately. Oh, okay. You're All wrong, right. Internet. <laughs> Andrew, the best superhero movie is... Captain America Winter Soldier. No, not even in the mm. top ten. Okay, wow. All right, Kevin, the best superhero movie is... Spider-Man. No, Spider-Man okay. was not on here. All right, Andrew, the best superhero movie is... Michael Keaton, Batman. No. All Man. right, so these are not... Uh, I would say culturally popular superhero movies. They would be very popular with like movie critics. Uh, I'll give that, I'll give that as a hint. Okay. All right. So an idea, the best superhero movie is feel free to pass Kevin. Yeah. Pass on this one. I can't think of it. Go ahead. Just go Birdman. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's not that. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll give two more, two more. Before we we reveal the the answer, just call, to what if the you internet. have one, just call. If you have one, just call it out, Andrew. I'm oh so, dear, I mean that was that was my only popular with critics. The best. Okay, I'll give you this. Both of the top two results are rated R. Is it Logan? Oh. Boom! Logan oh, was okay. the number one result. Okay. The best superhero movie is mm. Logan. That it's according really, to the internet. It's a really good movie. Yeah. So it's a really good movie. The top three were the best superhero movie is Logan. The best superhero movie is Watchmen. Really? What? And the what? best superhero movie horrible. is Avengers Endgame. Okay, so, so I got number three. So I will say 
I followed the links on some of these and a lot of them were really angry nerds about like, this is why it is the best movie. No, sure. but it did result in the surge. The it's, best super who right then. And it sort of matters for is. the game. So anyway, it matters for the game. No. So <laughs> current scoreboard, Andrew has two. Kevin has one and a half. Oh no. So it is anyone's game. Oh no. All right. The last one who played the best fill in the Long? blank. Oh yeah, it's it's Kevin's turn yep, first. Kevin has first no, rights. So do I? Who? Yep, yeah, yeah, because it's been Andrew. This is number well, it's six. It's odd. It's odd. This is number five, no, no, this, right? No, this is one, two, three, four. Oh, so it would be me. Oh, it is five. Yep. All right. Natural. So, the natural one is Batman. That is the number two, not the number one. All right, Kevin, for the steal, one. who played the best? Superman. Oh, so Superman was actually number seven on this list. Oh wow. All right, is Andrew, it who played the, the Joker? Best? Joker. Joker. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. All right. Andrew yeah. takes it on the last question. Yeah. So the top five was Joker, Batman is number two, mm. Spider Man. Okay. And then it was mm. James Bond and Scrooge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Fun fact a random one on here that actually made the top 10 that I was like, how did it? Because the other ones are like superheroes like Catwoman, mm. Superman, okay. Jack Ryan, Doc Holliday. Scrooge. What? Doc Holiday. You I, need to watch Tombstone. My, yeah, Tombstone's a good well, movie. Yeah, like but... I know it's Tombstone, but I'm just like, how does that rank with a bunch of other? Anyway, so uh-huh. Andrew. He, well, he's been on, he, they've been like five or six different adaptations of Tombstone. Hmm. All right. So on that note, congratulations to Andrew for being the champion of this round of Daggum Feud. Kevin, we will give you another opportunity soon. So. We will be back for our closing thoughts and pun count right after this handsome fellow. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on Dadgum Nerds. We truly appreciate it. And also, in case you didn't know, we are also both on Facebook and Instagram. It's a great way for you to help us grow the show and get it out to other dads and nerds. So we truly do appreciate it and would love to invite you to be part of our Dadgum community. Have a great one. Appreciate you. All right, y'all. We talked DCEU and Kevin got to play. He got to play his first Dagum Feud. That was Kevin. How'd you like being on the receiving end of Dagum Feud? I want to play again, but I want to be able to buzz in. Okay. Well, okay. But it was good. It was good. It was good. It was fun. We were like 300% short on Calabungas for this episode. We were. Okay. Well, it just didn't seem right because I'm like, it's either going to be mine or Calabunga. Like, just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Kevin has now experienced what it is to be deer in headlights when you're trying. Yeah. It's you versus the Internet's <laughs> yeah. mind. This is how it feels, Kevin. You versus, versus the I Internet. Feels. I should have taken a screenshot of that incognito window when it was Zach Schneider should call a woman. <laughs> but, wh- why? I, have, I seriously have nothing. I've searched. I searched it and I have nothing. Okay, I will send yeah. you all a screenshot so you know I'm not just BSing this. But That's okay, awesome. but maybe we include it in the show notes as well. But uh, anyway, any closing thoughts? I know we could have talked a lot more on things we could have changed with the DCEU. We still love you, DC. We just want to see you do a lot better. We yeah. know it's in you. I, I I would agree with that statement. There's the capacity for something that is amazing mm-hmm. here something that's even different from what marvel's doing it's I not agree. that we're asking dc to hey be marvel no yeah that's, and don't that's, be different for the sake of being different either yeah be you but you have seriously some of the most iconic superheroes mm-hmm. that are out there mm-hmm. superheroes and villains batman's rogues gallery alone holy mm-hmm. moly yeah yeah and it just to see it to where it's just kind of limping along. It's just, it's made me not necessarily angry is it's just like sad because it could be so much better. Right. Yeah. And, so. and it deserves to be better Yeah, be- because there has been examples of greatness. I mean, the Nolan films, I, I mean, for as campy as they were some of the Batman films before the Nolan films, I mean, animated stuff that's out there is top notch. So mm. that there's such greatness that could be had. Give it the justice, the Justice League it deserves. <laughs> I agree with that <laughs> statement. All right. Well, all you listeners, you've heard us say it before. We're going to say it again. Subscribe, punch that bell, sign up, whatever you need to do on whatever platform you're on. We just, we want more people to find us. We want yeah. you to be able to find us. We'll make it easier for you. If you subscribe to us, you don't even have to look for us. It'll just download straight to your device. <laughs> How cool is that? It's 2021, right. people. Make it easier for yourselves. Come on. 
But then also, we've got a really cool Patreon channel that's got tremendous perks. We've got three levels, count them, three levels that you can sign up for. One of which could even be, a, you could be a guest on this show. So come support we put, us. We put, just to, to put a note into it, like we put a lot of effort into it too to make it stuff that people would actually Yeah, listen, want. we put way more thought into it than the DCEU, all right? This is true. <laughs> we wanted to make sure it all made Check it sense. Out. Check it out. It's good. Yep. Way better than the DCEU. We promise. <laughs> and less right. expensive. So, for the first time, I guess I'm going to ask, so, Zach, what was the punt count? Kevin, were you keeping track well, tonight? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit? Yeah, okay, I would guess like, it's like 11. No, so uh, maybe Andrew's theory is correct, is that having me as the host is the way to shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> I only had six puns. You only I, had six puns. I think I did one or two of them this mm-hmm. episode. I know. So I, you you contributed one of those six. So <laughs> I only had five. I'm sorry. Well, congratulations, <laughs> Zach. You're hired. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, really. done. You're now permanent host, so no I, more I puns. will be back to host another day. I promise you guys mm-hmm. we're not changing things up. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, as always, it's been a pleasure having you all along for this mm-hmm. ride. Daggum nerds, we'll catch you later. Have a good one. Peace. Game over.